0: Well, good evening. Welcome to Here and Now. This is Jeff here, coming to you tonight, uh, Sunday night, the 9th of October in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Just want to talk a little bit about sports a little bit, run around the Illinois area, see what happened this past weekend, some interesting stuff. Uh, let's start out last night, the University of Illinois played in, Iowa, <laughs> excuse me, in uh, Champaign, and Illinois beat the Hawkeyes 9-6. to Illinois is now 5 and 1 on the season. They're having a great season. They really are. Brett Bieleman has done a spectacular job to Illinois. i got to salute him. He's next an Hawkeye. And i uh, got to salute what he's done. Uh, the game Saturday, 9 6, was kind of, uh, kind of boring in a lot of ways. Uh, and a lot of people said, well, it's all about the defense. Personally, uh, I think it was somewhat of that. I think it was also really bad offense, especially on Iowa's part. Iowa's offense is 130th in the nation. And they show it week in and week out. They just. <laughs> Excuse me, still battling after-effects and pneumonia here. Uh, anyway, that um, Iowa's offense is bad. Iowa's kind of in a unique situation, and that is Iowa coach Kirk Ferentz, who's the dean of coaches across the country, about 27 years in Iowa, whatever it's been. Uh, he's got a $45 million buyout, $44 million buyout. He's not going anywhere. They're not going to buy him out. Iowa's kind of caught in a situation, and I don't think they want to, really. He's in a, He's Iowa's all-time winning coach, done a lot of great things for the university, but he's kind of in a situation where he doesn't have a boss. I mean, how are they going to get rid of him? And that offense, as bad as it is, I mean, they, I, I don't know, I think they can be beaten by or High School. I mean, uh, really, that offense can't move on anybody. And uh, uh, who knows what, what, what's going to happen there. Uh, but right now, I'm, I'm looking at Iowa's schedule. They got Maybe they can beat Northwestern. Maybe they can beat Nebraska. I'm not sure they can come up with too many more wins on top of that. As far as Illinois goes, 5-1. they got Minnesota coming out. Minnesota's a good team. I really like Illinois' defense, though. So they're all over the field. One thing about Illinois, I think in the Iowa game, had their quarterback DeVito stayed healthy, I really think it might have been a different outcome. He's, a, I think, a spectacular player. He runs that offense beautifully. And when he went down, I think the team changed somewhat. I think the complexion of the game changed. The whole tone, just the way the game was being played, changed. Illinois is a good team. I think the, I think they will beat Minnesota, regardless of who their quarterback is. But, uh, and Brett's a spectacular job there. And, uh, what more can you say? You know, he's playing good football right now. We had Iowa nine to six, got the late field goal in and won the game. And that's what you have to do. Moving on. Let's talk about the bears a bit. The bears won today, uh, Sunday, or I'm sorry, they lost today, Sunday. Uh, they lost 29 to 22 to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Minnesota's a good team. There's no question about it, but there were some good things that come out of it. You know, the NFL, there's no such thing as moral victories. We all get that. okay? If you watch the league, you win or you lose. And it doesn't matter if it's 1 or 50. You win or you lose. And today, uh, though the Bears lost 29-22 to the Minnesota Vikings, there were some good things, things that we haven't seen in a while, uh, primarily Justin Fields. You know, Justin Fields today is one of the few first times that he's really looked like an NFL quarterback and not just a second-year guy trying to hang on. People have been criticizing Fields all season, myself included, saying that he really needs to step up. Uh, I think today he did. His number's uh, pretty good, 15 of 21, 208 yards, uh, one touchdown pass. He also ran uh, eight times of 47 yards. The big number today, he had a quarterback rating, a QVR, 118.8, which is the first time he has scored that high. That's significant now. We're starting to see maybe a corner turn with him or hopefully a corner turn with him that he can take take this momentum and build and move it to, to the next level and become a, a big-time quarterback. The Bears have to have it. I also think for the, well, one of the few times uh, since in the last few years when I've been watching him play, I actually th- saw maybe a light at the end of the tunnel, maybe a, a faint light. You know, this team's got a long way to go yet, maybe a couple of years yet before they're really a playoff contending team. But if fields can come around. It's going to help a whole lot. I think the right people are in charge of the organization. I think they're making the right moves, and uh, I'm impressed. Another thing that impressed me today is the Bears are down 21-3 to in the second quarter. David Montgomery scored a late touchdown to make it 21-10. to uh, then, you know, uh, they carried on momentum into the second half and ended up getting, a, a, actually, at one point, with nine minutes to go in the game, took the lead. Uh, of course, Minnesota's a good team, and they do what Minnesota good teams do. They're going to drive the length of the field and win the game, and they did that. But uh, uh, it's just the way it works, you know. And, uh, uh, like I said, the fact the Bears did not roll over and die and run over and play dead and just ended up losing to a team that was superior talent, that's the way it goes. But i got to hand it to them. They fought to the end. They played hard and kept themselves in the ballgame. One thing I will say, the Bears now play Thursday against Washington, a game that's going to be on prime uh, with Al Michaels and Kerr Herbstreit. It's the only place you're going to get it. So I know a lot of people are going to say, well, why can't you get the Bears? Well, it's because that's the way it works with these new uh, streamer deals. Uh, the Bears should beat Washington. I'm actually haven't picked. I, it's one of the few times I've have, have had the Bears picked this season. I don't think Washington's that good. I think the Bears are are getting better. They're improving each week, and I think the Bears will win uh, a Thursday night. What else we want to talk about? Let's talk a little baseball. If uh, I so can find my, my, my sheet here. You know, yesterday the Phillies beat the Cardinals. Uh, second time knocked them out of the playoffs. Uh, Phillies won two games, nothing. Uh, both in St. Louis. Got to hand it to them. And then tonight, uh, Sunday night, uh, the Mets went down to the Padres. Uh Padres, you know, kind of Musgrave is phenomenal tonight, just uh, pitching with the one-hitter all the way to the, what, the seventh inning, something like that. Uh, you know, I don't root against the teams to win or to lose. A lot of people do. They don't like the Cardinals or they don't like this guy or that guy. I rarely root root against the team to to win or lose. What I root for is what I feel is the good of the game. The good of the game is the team can, you know, like the Phillies can come out two days before – you know, the end of the season, or two days in qualify for the playoffs, and then go out to play a blue blood at St. Louis and knock them out. I mean, that's just that's good for the sport. It's good for the fans. It's good to get the excitement in. And uh, now they go out there and they're going to play Atlanta, the red hot Atlanta Braves. And it's the same with the Padres. Padres did the same thing. They go out there and knock out a, a team that really had great aspirations for it. That is good for the fan base. That's good for the excitement. A good build up what's good for baseball. Um, However, I think now as we get into it, you really want to see going from here into the championship and into the World Series, you really want to see the best teams win now. And I guess that's the way I always look at it. It's like the NCAA basketball tournament, you know. It's always great when Fairleigh Dickinson can go out there and knock out Gonzaga. But on that uh, first Monday night of April when it's all said and done, you still want to see Duke and Kansas. You still want to see the best teams play. And that's kind of, I think, the way it is with the World Series. It's great. Hey, spectacular. Hey, you know, the Phillies won. They had not won in years. Same with the Padres. I mean, they haven't won in years. Great to see these people win. But let's get the best teams in, you know. And uh, that's just kind of the way I look at it. Let's do what's best for the sport. But anyway, glad to be back and uh, feeling a lot better. And maybe we can do some more of these podcasts from here and there and get a chance to talk to you a little bit. And I enjoy uh, your comments and everything. So, again, this is Jeff. This is Heron now. And thank you. Have a good evening.